Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers! Welcome to an all-new Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback. You guys are my favorite fans ever. You have amazing things to say, so please keep it up. We have a very special guest with us in the studio today, Mr. Harry Shum Jr. Yeah! Hello! Thanks for having me! Thank you so much for being here. For those of you that don't know, where can everyone find you on the interweb? Interweb, you can can follow me on Twitter at Harry Shum Jr. and on Instagram at Harry Shum Jr. Beautiful. And guys, Dakota is not here today, but he is here virtually. Skyping. Skyping. <laughs> Dakota, where can everyone find you online? You can find me on oh, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Awesome. And Ooh. I have two lovely ladies here. Introduce okay. yourself. Let us know we can find you on Twitter. You can find me at Becca B. Talks TV. Hey guys, I'm Erin Lane. You can find me on my blog at alwayseatyourcake.com, on Instagram at alwayseatyourcake, and on Twitter and Skype at love Erin Lane. Wait, Skype. I don't have Skype. Snapchat. That's what I have. <laughs> Just give your Skype this name This is totally out. freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. And you can call me Skype. at A1A. <laughs> Let's chat. Yeah, Erin's a little excited. Erin's very uh, confused. You know, we, we love the fans. You guys have been really excited. Uh, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, SamD43, Twitter and Instagram, and of course, AfterBuzzTV at AfterBuzzTV. TV on all social media platforms. We have Becca in the live chat. We yes. got your questions for ABTV Ask Magnus. And of course, don't forget to use the hashtag ABTV Shadow Hunters. Today we are talking about season one, episode eight, Bad Blood. Hence Are you episode eight? I know. Hence the awesome song. And I just want to say this real quick. If you guys haven't seen it already, Harry and a bunch of our other favorite cast members made a really fun Bad Blood <laughs> so good. video. Um, it's on my Twitter. I'll retweet it. And I just think you guys would all really enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, it was fun to shoot. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. It. I mean, it, it we we saw that it was called the um, episode was uh, called Bad Blood, and Kat just thought had a, a good idea just of us to get together and do a lip dub. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Very appropriate. Well, let's get into the beginning. Just the whole episode, actually. You know, we start off where we left off with Clary and Jace, but now there's the cup in between them instead of like their lips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I'm sure many people are very sad about. Yeah. It's a big moment. I'm sad now. I know. I kind of wanted to just see... It's a good kiss. Oh, it, it was. was. Good kiss. It was was a like... We waited for that kiss for a long time, guys. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Did it live up? It did. Yeah. Yes. We kept predicting when, like, the first kiss on the show. Yeah. Well, and now everyone is... All the shippers are moving on to the Malik. <laughs> yeah. the Malik. No, they've been... Yes. Lipstick. They've been they waiting for that. There are people with Twitter handles that are like at I love Malik. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's they, insane, and it's insane. Like the pictures and the profile pics, and even like the, the fan art. It's it's incredible what they, uh, these fans. They're very talented too. It, they, they are very creative. Well, it's funny because you know most of the fans of this show that are the diehard ones that were fans of Malik before it was really even introduced yeah. on the TV show. They knew it was going to happen, so they read books. They're smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, read I, good. I mean, honestly, They're I feel like, like it makes them a bit more intelligent than you know some other fans. It's like these people read. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, at, at the end of the day, like when, when, when even on Twitter, what I've noticed on the social media, when I when I look at it, just. 
the responses there's ones that all they want is to see a kiss mm -hmm. but there's ones that really get in um, the questions they ask about the intricate uh, questions they ask about the characters that I find it so fascinating because obviously the books went uh, a lot is a lot more in depth mm -hmm. um, yes. they went a lot more in depth with the characters and the backgrounds and stories so uh, it's it's been really great to have a fan base that that they know these characters you know almost better than than we do at the end of the day Definitely. Oh, yeah. They know these characters better than basically any of us. Um, I mean, you know, I've read some of the books. Erin has almost read all of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm in in book six. Yeah. I'm listening to them. It's Audio. not high school. It's reading them. Yeah, <laughs> still reading, it's still okay, Becca? Re reading. <laughs> no, it's, it's still reading. Yeah. Did you read the books, Harry? I read the Bane Chronicles, and, you know, I'm on book uh, right now. I just did, I did City of Bones when I first got... Uh, the show, and then right now I'm slow. I don't want to go ahead, get ahead of myself. Mm, okay. That's that, yeah. And the way the show has been going though is, uh, they've been taking a lot from, Bane Chronicles, even the, the books ahead, and implementing in there because obviously there's a lot of stuff that's left out that, heck, Magnus Bane wouldn't even be in this season. Yeah. If if we followed it exactly. Right. I, I really like that they've yeah. taken kind of their own you know, own turns here. It's not following the books exactly, which is great because we've talked about I this before. It. it gives people something to look forward to and be surprised by. To everyone, yeah. Not yeah. just uh, the fans of the books, but just people who who've, don't even know anything about the books. And I think yeah, if people... you have to bring those people in too. Yeah, and I feel like even as an actor, maybe it would be a disservice to some of you guys to really read everything because mm -hmm. you might be expecting some things in the back of your head that aren't ever going to happen. Yeah, and then you, you look at it in a way where it might not be, um, I don't know, whether it be judgmental. I don't know. You never want to judge in, in anything, but if you kind of know what's happening and then mm -hmm. you realize that it doesn't, and you're like, it, right. it puts you in a different mind frame. And it's not like a film. Like a film, obviously, I think you've got to read everything because there's an end game. Right. Unless yeah. there's many sequels exactly but yeah I think for a TV show you kind of want to take it as you're going same thing as we get our scripts like we don't get all of them I was just going time. to ask that how far ahead do you me. get to read <laughs> one right before I, I we we well it's almost like uh, the, how the fans are watching it's the same thing like we want to know what's happening next on the next episode but we might not get the script till maybe like a couple days or a week before we uh, um, we start shooting so I think that's I think that's kind of nice because as an actor you're able to like live in the moment and really exactly. like not know what's going to happen to you in the future as as for your character. So I really like that. Yeah, it definitely helps and because if you know too far ahead then it's you're going to play it a little differently. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's also torture at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's happening next? Well, and I'm sure you get a lot of questions from the fans thinking that you know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You know, what happens now? What happens next? Oh yeah. And even I mean even though I've read the scripts uh even for the other character scenes that I'm not in, it sometimes changes and I'm not there. Like even in episode episode eight in Bad Blood, a lot of things that happened w turned out a little differently than what I read because I wasn't there. You know, I'm not in those scenes, so I'm only there for the scenes that I shot. And so right. I, I'm watching it as a, as a viewer and as a fan as well. You get to be surprised. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. what's fun about these scenes, you know, especially the ones that you're not in, though, is because in this episode you're mentioned. Yeah. If you're... Now that we're getting towards the end half of the season, you are a huge player in all of this. But it's been built up mm -hmm. slowly. So I think it's a lot of fun. And I liked this episode because, yes, we saw you, but we were just talking about you. <laughs> talking about yes. This was a big him. Magnus episode, which people have been really building up to. I mean, I know everyone that read the books, Magnus is my favorite character. And you kind of have this picture of what he's going to be like. And sometimes characters don't live up to your expectations. But I think for the fans, you totally embody oh, yeah. Magnus Bane for everybody. So we've been kind of waiting to have a big Magnus think, episode. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is very Apparently pleased. so has Alec. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, he doesn't know it yet. No, it's deep no, down. He doesn't know yeah. it yet. Well, we created a hashtag a few weeks ago with the episode where Luke was being, he you were healing him yeah. in your place. It was Hotel Magnus. Because I was <laughs> yeah. like, I would really like to stay there and be treated by Magnus. I mean, look at that red room. Oh, yeah, he'll take yeah. care of you. Oh, you you saw him. And, and it was he wants to make everyone feel comfortable and to the point <laughs> where it's almost like, okay, Magnus, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and the viewers of the 
the viewers in the chat were just like hashtag <laughs> all the way down hashtag hotel madness. I love hotel it. Hotel madness. Yeah, we're moving in. That could be another spin-off. Let's all just, move in. <laughs> but in the future, yeah, it, it would be you. very futuristic. All right, let's get into Alec a little bit. And Alec is very smart, I think. Yeah. And not that he's smarter mm. than everyone, but he's the least emotionally involved, which makes him kind of. Smarter in a way because well, logic. He's, or, he's logic. logic. He's very or logical. Is he the least emotionally? Well, he's a very emotionally repressed. He, do, at least he doesn't at this show point. like he's. Well, he's been like trained. He he's been trained to to, to to take care of the Lightwood family to, the, for the name and 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 honor and you know, <clears throat> uh, and, and the law. You know, it, he he has to be able to. He's almost become. He's a leader. You know, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, these things. You're not really as a warrior or as a soldier. You don't think with your heart. And especially now that his leadership, in a way, is being challenged a bit. You know, his family's not really allowing him to step into that role as much as he did in the past. So I think now he's kind of pushing his emotions aside even more. Yeah. And he is right at the beginning of this episode. He's so paranoid that someone is going to break in and come oh, yeah. into the Institute. And next thing you know, you know, the alarm goes off that a downworlder is outside they all run, and I love that Clary was like, oh, does that mean me too? She kind of, like, grabbed her sword, <laughs> and she still had her purse. Like, right? You always gotta bring a purse, you're clutch. I, I always bring my purse, I don't know, yeah. I have nightmares where I'm being kidnapped, and I'm like, but what about my purse? <laughs> <laughs> so, she's got, like, a bag in one side and her sword in the other, and she runs out there all like, tough and is ready for it. It's great. I love it. Well, she's, so, she's got it, you know? I love that, too, because it makes her more human, because she yeah. really was it a is human. Those things you, it's relatable. It, we, we think, and, and you, you might not know what you're doing at that moment. Like, it, it's so automatic to, to grab the thing. Like, yeah. even your phone, you know, for us... Oh my god! Now, like, you, you wouldn't know what you do <laughs> no. without your phone. So that's always in your mind. Like, where's my phone? No matter what. Oh my god, he's gonna kill me. But it's okay. I need to get my phone. Like, dog. Yep. <laughs> I really like that Pretty too much. because you know we've seen Clary kind of struggling between coming from a regular normal life and now stepping into Shadowhunter world. So she's still having that you know auto reaction to I might need this. I also need the sword. And it's also <laughs> a small span of time. It's yeah, very. Uh, what small. is it like two? Two, two, two weeks? weeks? Two weeks now? She's so familiar with that. It's crazy. Imagine, like, it's not like, it seems like it's been, for us, you know, the show's been going on for a couple months now. Yeah. So it seems like, oh, it's been a couple of months. Like, come on. They get it, better get used to this. But no, I mean, uh, in the time frame it is, it's, it, it's been only a week, I think, really. Well, yeah. Well, it makes me think, too. God, they're not sleeping because when... <laughs> <laughs> when do they have time well, to sleep? I That's think a great question. In this episode... In the commercial breaks. Yeah. yeah. Commercial breaks. That's what Three I thought Three and a half minutes. Of. Go. Because Raphael is the one, the downworlder that is well, he outside. Sleep. <laughs> he doesn't sleep, but he has Simon in his arms, and Simon's dead. And I really loved the moment though when all the shadow hunters, when they saw Simon, they dropped their swords, like yeah. because they were shocked and so sad. They never knew that this would happen. I mean, and at the end of the day, it kind of traces back to how he got involved is because of them, you know. And obviously, it goes back to Clary, and and obviously, she knows it that. This wouldn't have happened without her, but I, I I thought that that was brilliantly played, and I mean I'll I want to say Alberto just oh, uh, he, he was is... incredible in this episode. He blew me away. Yeah, that... he gets better and better. I mean, he started off really strong. He was amazing from the beginning, but every episode he gets better. I mean, it just it made you feel like this. You know, you can't. I don't even know exactly what he. What was a parallel for him as far as what, what does it feel like to turn into a vampire? Maybe it's like going through puberty for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> man, if that's how he reacted, if you reacted, oh my puberty, god! No, no. Oh man! No way! No. I, I, just, I pass. <laughs> Dakota's like, I didn't do that. Yeah, I was very. I, yeah, you didn't turn into a vampire. No, no vampires. No blood. Nope. No, no blood. Okay. Okay. Well, what I think, though, was <laughs> so funny when I say about the sleeping is that when they bring Simon down to the basement and everything, and Raphael says something about you need to make a decision by sunset? or No, sunrise. 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 So I'm, like, thinking, what time is it right now? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was maybe, like, 5 <laughs> in the morning. Uh, with Well, with her, she still went to see... Uh, his mom. So I think there is still some time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think there's a little was... more time. So they was... had the day, I think. Yeah, I think the night, like probably the beginning of the night because when he came in, it was, I don't know, maybe like I would say one oh, morning, yeah. you know? Yes. And uh, and then with all the visits that she made, I think there had to have been some time in between. Yeah. It it was interesting and very sad. It, 
This one really got me. I think I might have shed yeah. a tear. I, I think, oh, I same think, here. Especially because, you know, then Clary starts realizing that Them Simon mentions. had been reaching out to her this yeah. whole time. You yeah. know, he's going through something and no she's been calls. pushing him back and pushing him back. And then this happens. I mean, which, I think we blame the service, the the cell phone service for her phone not ringing. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. Just get through voicemail. But no, it was... You know, I, I think with with that, that was a really powerful. This was a really powerful episode in, in the sense that that transition has got to be one of the most. Even from her knowing that she figuring out that she's a shadow hunter, at least she got to do it in a slow trans, mm-hmm. slower transition. But this, he was freaking out because no one was guiding him at the end of the day. I think it just happens abruptly in the sense like he he knew something was wrong, but he didn't know exactly mm-hmm. what. He just wanted answers, like yeah. certain certain answers yeah and i feel like in retrospect probably jace and alec are gonna feel bad because we saw a look on their face a couple times where they looked at simon like what the hell is Mm -hmm. what are you doing you're so fast why are you ripping off door hinges well that's one of those things that happens in the show a lot that we as the audience we know what's going to happen we know what's going on but the characters don't know it yet so we are kind of you know we're seeing these things from the outside looking at like how are you guys not seeing this how do you not notice this but we forget that they're in it and they're and then also have a lot more things to worry about outside of oh is he turning to a vampire exactly and that's not something that's probably typically on the forefront of your mind. You're not like, no. he's a little fast. He's probably <laughs> no, a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> he's just probably really good at uh, track and field. Well, if you're yeah. a shadow hunter and he was kidnapped in the vampire hotel for a few days, I don't know. I But I get they have a lot of other things on their mind. I understand. Will Magnus get involved, Do you? can you say, with any of this vampire stuff with Simon? Or is it they um, just have so many other he things? He gets involved with a vampire. I'll tell you that. Oh, well, yes, I know that. he. Uh, we haven't showed you yet. We have a love octagon. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, uh, it's actually behind you. Uh, it looks like a little <laughs> we're, we're really good at arts and crafts. We yeah. are. We are. Uh, oh, look but at this. I, <laughs> I do know that, you know, you and Camille... Had a thing. Yeah, they had a thing. In the past. They had a thing in the past, and obviously we see Camille um, kind of return. Although in this episode, something happens to her. Yes. Uh, We don't know quite what it is yet. We are not (laughs) sure. Things are phenomenal, though, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, we'll see a bring back of, of, of... that relationship. Ooh, good. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's awesome. I can't wait. Really quickly, I want to make sure we touch upon the scene with Jocelyn and Valentine. Uh-huh. It was super creepy, but important. Mm-hmm. I think, nonetheless, Valentine is talking to Jocelyn's unconscious body that's floating in the air. <laughs> As um, one normally would. Yeah. 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 Telling her how much she loves her, talking about their wedding day, mm-hmm. you know. Like, gotta keep your women close. He's just <laughs> definitely, yeah, <laughs> and not moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Valentine has a weird way of expressing love. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, when you have, when she's floating, it doesn't seem so bad, I guess, but it's still it's yeah. really much. It's a little it rough. Is, right? yeah. It's a little rough. Okay. It's like, <laughs> I, I love, I actually really like how we're only getting these very small bits of, of Valentine. Valentine because Me too. You know, you almost think, oh, that was two minutes, it's not important, but every little bit is kind of adding up. No, it is. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's not really trying to humanize him, but at the end of the day, you want to know why why someone turns evil, why someone's mm-hmm. doing it, because yes. they all have their reasons. might not be a good reason in our minds, but in episode what, six, mm-hmm. you know, we see a lot of mm-hmm. flashbacks of, of why he's doing that. And at the end of the day, you could see that he really genuinely cares about her. Yeah. But... You know, there's ulterior motives. Uh, but he's a day. psychopath. Yeah. Exactly. But that's what I love. I talk about this, like, every episode that we talk about Valentine. I love a villain that you have a soft spot for. Yeah. Then my example is always Snape. Snape because I love him <laughs> so much. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm already kind of feeling like that with Valentine, which is weird because in the books I didn't yeah. feel like that. In the books, to me, I'm like, you are a cold-blooded killer. Evil, You're a bad yeah. person. Mm-hmm. But now that we're kind of showing this more human side of him in the show, I'm getting that... I love Valentine kind of thing, which I like as a viewer because it makes you wrestle with your yeah. own feelings. And Alan, uh, the, uh, the actor who plays uh, Valentine, he he has this almost like charisma that that, that he brings into mm-hmm. Valentine. I think that that helps it too because it's, it's something like I don't trust him, but I want. But to. yeah, <laughs> but he's so and everything that comes out of his mouth <laughs> is wrong. Which is great because you can kind of see how he would have been able to lead to a manipulate people. people. Yeah, exactly. And I see that like on his uh, following his tweets. I see that side of him too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, he's Hilarious. Well, on Valentine's Day, he made it all about Valentine's Day. So <laughs> no, so I good. just die laughing whenever I see it. 
any of his tweets on my timeline. Yeah, he's great. Well, I have a question for you, Harry, mm-hmm. because we we know that Jocelyn has a past with Magnus, and they were friends. You know, what do we know much about his, Magnus's what his relationship was with Valentine in the past? Was he ever a friend, or was he always a foe? Um, for the for the past, what, what, from what what I've known for, uh, and I don't want to twist anything because I don't know if they're going to touch upon it mm-hmm. on the show, but. Uh, for me, is like he stayed away from it all. He stayed away from it all. He he knew the past of the Lightwoods and Herondales, and but he wanted to make sure that that wasn't crossed. You know that he wanted to keep it as as what Valentine was. He wants to keep it pure. I think at the end of the day, that's what he wanted to do. But you know why he's helping with the Shadow Hunters was against. He didn't want to do that at the end of the day. But obviously, certain things yeah. enticed him to. To help out outside of Clary and even Alec, those are the main reasons why he's like he feels like he needs to, I guess, uh, for taking her memories away, feels like he needs to contribute in some way. And I think that Magnus does care for Clary, mm-hmm. kind of like a little sister, maybe. And I just think it's an interesting dynamic that I would like to see a little bit more of. Because, yeah, you know, yes. at first I was like, why is he being so nice to her? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's because maybe her mom... Like sees like trusts Magnus and yeah. Well, he and, also sees a lot of her and her mom, and, and vice versa, and also what Jocelyn stood for. You know, she was fighting against the Circle. You know, and, yeah. And even being an ex Circle member, it, I think she wants to see. Uh, he wants to see Clary do the right thing and mm-hmm. guide her in a way, but also anything, any way he can help her out. Um, but it's it's weird because you know I look at Magnus. He's this warlock that's been alive for hundreds of years but he also i think there's a stunt he's stunted in in the sense that he's still immature in a a lot of ways even though he's very uh experienced so i think there's he's experienced and confident in his magic but there's a lot of insecurities that he has within himself as being just uh in his relationships and he's gone through a lot of uh, a lot of heartbreaks and relationships so you know it keeps him a little closed off and i think with the whole Alex situation, I think it's definitely given him a reason to open up again. Which I really like. I That's something that, that I've actually thought about every time I see an episode with Magnus because we do forget sometimes how old he is. He's been around for a very long time, and you see him kind of wrestle with things the way, you know, like a teenager or a young adult would in relationships mm-hmm. of being a little unsure of how to navigate that territory. And I think it's cool to see that because you expect someone that's 300, 400, however old he is, to have it dialed in, knows mm-hmm. what he wants, goes after it. But it kind of it makes him relatable. It kind of brings yeah. him back. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people I think in life that are older that still wrestle with the idea of I can't these habits that I just can't get over. And you got to think the way he looks too. He looks a lot younger. So there's some part of him that still stays with that within his personality. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to. I don't know you. if you know the answer to this question, but as a warlock, yeah, age wise. So, do warlocks stop themselves from aging, like, on their own accord with their magic? Or do they naturally stop aging at a certain age? Because, I mean, you don't look like you're 400 years old or however many. This would be a different show if I looked like (laughs) I'm 400. Come here, Alec. (laughs) Alec may not be as interested in your character. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Can you glamour someone else? (laughs) Make it look different? Um, Yeah, I, I would think that the warlock would have the capabilities to to be in a state where they feel the most comfortable. Yeah. You know? Um, you'll see another warlock uh, kind of coming to the show in the future that uh, that people who've read the books will, will be very familiar with. Um, but you'll see that his look is just very um, specific as well. And, I mean, that's all I can say about that. But I, I think that's going to be fun. You're going to see him interact with Magnus a lot. and I'm really looking forward for people to see that. Astrid on the chat said that uh, Magnus naturally staging at 19. <laughs> Is that so. 19? All yeah. right. But not all warlocks naturally stop aging at 19. No. Yeah. So no. I think you're, it, it so, must be, you know, it's like nine, this is how I, I feel very yeah. good at this age. I'm going to keep this one forever. <laughs> I mean, it's I just like, like it's just like humans, you yeah. know. We sometimes, some people just look young forever yeah. and some mm-hmm. people want to keep maintaining it <laughs> 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 with outside forces. Yeah. 
Also, Magnus has really good fashion sense. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. He has very good fashion oh, sense. And so much glitter, and it's great. Which, it's fantastic. I have a question that involves glitter from uh, Taylor underscore 84. How much glitter is too much glitter? <sighs> well, the Magnus answer is... It's never too much glitter. <laughs> For me, I would say, yes, okay, let's stop right there because yeah. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it was really fun. You know, the, I, when we started shooting, I had uh, uh, KDR, our makeup artist, she was like, don't put the glitter anywhere near this table. She's like, I want to keep it glitter, uh, glitter free. She's like, if you're going to put glitter, you have to go outside. This is going to oh get all over everything. And after, towards the end of the show, she's like, Whatever. Let's I glorify ever. everything. Let's just make it happen. I love it. She's like, I love it. Let's just throw it That's all over the place. Got to embrace the glitter. Got to answer. Yeah, right? And it's never enough. We actually, uh, I think it was John Kaur last week who told us, but he, he was mentioning how you were very, very involved with, when it came to like your costumes and how your character looked. And he just said that uh, basically you just like lived and breathed that. Breathed that. Yeah, it was important for me because it's so it, you have to be so specific with it, you know. Right. And it's it's hard because someone else's vision doesn't doesn't uh, coincide with with your vision when you're playing the character. So it's there's going to be this disconnect. So I wanted to be as involved uh, as much as possible. And they were so great with opening that up to me. And we'd have fittings that would take about sometimes three four hours, and it would be built from scratch. Like these jackets wow. would just look like wow. normal normal. Um, blazers and they'd start adding like cutting it up and we'd start adding little uh, uh, jewelry and, and, and making the shape uh, fit perfectly for a Magnus like look and even with the makeup I had to get my wife to def help me out on getting <laughs> um, what is it called uh, 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 different eye, eye color uh, eye shade uh, eye shadow eye shadow <laughs> I know what it looks. I'm such a I'm like I'm such a dude. I'm just like that that thing that you that changes color. Stuff that you put on your face. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. So she was helping me out and getting different colors and even nail polish. So I had to kind of learn all these things. I know what the the tarsal plate, the under the eye thing. Now I don't even know if I And that was I that was the scariest part because I I did not want anything to come close to my eye and I'm like well that's where all the makeup yep. lives that's so I have to get I over that, that fear uh, of doing it you but forget I as a woman how much you're like oh yeah you so just you put stuff in your eyes I mean no, girls I'm do really it while they're driving in the car and they're like oh I know it's, it's true. insane no I, I can't for I can't. Oh, I do not scare. I do while I'm driving in the car. I, I, I can't. Well, maybe speaking, Halloween as Magnus. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> speaking of ladies, we meet a new lady this episode. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, Lydia. and that that entrance was. Lydia oh, that was an entrance. Great entrance, right? I mean, I want to make a Magnus like that. Entrance, may I just say? <laughs> yes. I, I want to walk in rooms like that. <laughs> well, as I, Valentine. As Valentine. No, no, as Valentine. <laughs> Afterwards, I would like to walk in rooms as a man. Every room. <laughs> And then change. No, You'll get afterwards. a lot of attention. Yeah. Because that was, like, the way she walks. She, well, she demands just... attention and respect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And everyone. And, I mean, the, the arrow catch. Get her attention. Mm -hmm. You know, just, she has, when she came into the show, I, you know, she has a strong presence. And, and it's needed, you know, especially for a character that no one knows anything about. Yeah. You know, so you, the, she has to really uh, put a stamp on it from the very beginning. And then we could see her kind of. Uh, show her colors after that. Yeah, and you know, we find out that she's there from the clave to look over things to see what's going on, take over for a little bit temporarily, but not forever. We end up finding out, you know, at the end of the episode that she's there for good. Mm -hmm. And she did, yeah, I mean, I don't hate her, but I, well, I know some people will probably uh, because of what happens what? Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode. But let's just start with how Alec and uh, Lydia's relationship starts developing in an odd way. So we have the Forsaken that have come from Valentine that go to attack the wolf pack. And uh, Luke tells Alec, you know, about it, which is cool. People are starting to work together, all mm -hmm. these different factions. I love it. I because at this point, you know, as Magnus was the first other, like, downworlder in sorts to jump on this bandwagon to... Shadowhunter train. Exactly. <laughs> but now we're really seeing that people are all on the same side. And Lydia even said that when they go to see the werewolves. She said, you know, listen, I know I'm a bit abrasive, but we're all on the same side here. 
And I've been saying that the entire mm-hmm. time. It affects everyone. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever Valentine does, it affects everyone. Absolutely. Right. So Not it's like you're per- more powerful together than exactly. yeah. You are, apart. but it's hard to work together. You know, everyone has their ways, and they've been taught to not mix. You know, not take care of your own people. So it it really, um, I think it's very relatable. You know, it's hard because whether it be a different even department, if you're mm-hmm. working on plays, you usually don't mix. You're like, you know, you do your job, and we do our job. But sometimes when you come together, it really can speed things up uh, to get to that goal. Yeah, we talk about this on the show a lot of how, you know, the show is really fun and it's action-packed and it's awesome, but it's really smartly written. It's got yeah. great social commentary if you really look at it from that way. Of, oh, yeah. You know, from the outside, we look at it and we're like, why can't you all work together? I don't understand. But then <laughs> if you look around you in the real world, that happens all the time. Exactly. So it's cool to see it with, you know, with the warlocks and the fairies and everybody, you know, we're all rooting for them to come together, which is a really cool perspective to mm-hmm, have as a viewer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I think definitely for, for this episode in particular, we finally start seeing everyone start to realize, hey, maybe if we work together, we can actually accomplish the end goal here. So I really appreciated how, like, on this episode, everyone was starting to come together and it was finally starting to move forward as, like, a team rather than everyone on their own sides. Yeah, absolutely. And we're getting some people in the chat talking about this, so... Let's touch on it uh, after, well, first of all, when they're still at the Chinese restaurant, we find out that the Lightwood parents were Ooh, original yeah. circle oh, yeah, members. A, Alec is really It was hard for him to take that. Yeah. Alex, yeah. Alex face. See, I actually, weirdly oh, enough, uh, I didn't know up until this point in the show that they didn't know because I read the books and in the books they do know and I wasn't really aware and it kind of hit me like oh wow they hid that from them this whole time that's a long time to keep something like that from your children yeah it hit me when Alex face and then cuts to commercial yeah I was like yeah you're thinking you're pondering yeah well, and she clearly felt terrible about dropping that bomb on him uh, like that. Well, yeah, I mean, she, if you thought someone knew this whole yeah. time, you're like, well, this is the reason why I'm par- partially why I'm here. Right, it's obvious, and oh, it's just, his face is just so devastated because I mean, obviously you're so much. well, you're fighting against this evil force against Valentine. It's probably very hard to even even fathom that your parents could possibly be on that side ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When, especially when you're fighting for them. Yeah. You know, and now they you got to think twice about it and their loyalty. If your loyalty, if it lies, obviously you want it to be with your parents, but you're like, yeah. if they're traitors too, what? The right. He's yeah. He's in a really tricky spot, especially because he and his sister have both been under a lot of pressure from their parents to you know step up and defend the Lightwood name, and you've got to be like. Hey, but you are the one that messed it up in the first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. he's, you know, Alec has been listening to everything they've said, and he's been suppressing himself, his sexuality, who he is, because he wants to make his parents proud, when really his parents are some of the biggest traitors and liars yeah. of of them all. But it, it was no, a sad moment. It I was, still like them, though. I, yeah, I mean, Luke was a circle member. We love Luke. Yeah, I mean, I think when they're, when you're younger, you make some wrong decisions and you follow the wrong thing sometimes and you realize, I think throughout their probably their whole lives, they've been trying to obviously make it make it right, you know, make right with, with the decisions they made. And But, you know, you don't get that time to say that in, in, in that short span of, uh, of the show that it's got to be told through action at the end. Yeah. Of yeah. And, and things have evolved definitely. over yeah. Over and it's hard to years. think of I mean you think if you look at just real life, you look at teenagers that make stupid decisions all the time. Yes. And you think you it, you forget they that still that make stupid these, decisions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Every day all of us do. But you forget that these they were teenagers when this happened. They were young and they you know, they're under a totally different kind of pressure than a teen. You know, a teenager now makes a bad decision, goes to a party, and like has a few beers. They end up, you know, trying to kill everybody. So yeah, it's just kind of a totally different <laughs> yeah, kind of pressure. Yeah, yeah, they could definitely uh, do more damage yeah. with those wrong decisions. Yeah, this world is. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to be a teenager. And... <laughs> no. Because you would turn nope. into Simon, probably. Probably. Yeah. That would probably <laughs> happen to me. And that's not going to be pretty. So after we see the whole thing at the Chinese restaurant. Alec and Lydia go back to the Institute to start doing the autopsy of these bodies of the Forsaken or whatever they think that they are. And Magnus is mentioned. Mm -hmm. And Lydia says, you know, oh, I'm going to call in the highest uh, warlock. And Alec's face, he goes, Magnus Payne. (laughs) <laughs> it was, it's yeah, going to be it, here. That was so and well then, played yeah. by And by then the Malik fans freaked out. <laughs> and then he said, he's magical. 
or he's really good at magic. <laughs> you know, and he did it in a way where it was it wasn't the typical what, what, what Magnus. It was well so well played because it was so hidden, it was so subtle. But you 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 saw that um, Lydia caught on to a little bit. Like, what, what, what's this relationship? What is this? What's going on between you two? Not knowing exactly what it is, but that, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. So I, you do I, think she did pick up on it? I think I think I didn't. I don't think she picked up on a relationship, mm-hmm. but I think why why the weird reaction? Right, to, and she was surprised that he even knew knew him. Knew him yeah, because like, you're not supposed to yeah. uh, meddle in with 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 downworlders. Right. I don't know. That was the scene was a lot of fun, especially considering what ends up happening with them afterwards at the end of the episode. But we see Magnus get to come in and do the autopsy of this body with Izzy. And how did they look so good? How, how do y'all look so good in the face mask? <laughs> I thought I, I thought those face masks were just great. They were just like it just was some so such something Magnus. I would feel wear. like it's something uh, Lady Gaga would wear on yeah. a yeah. tour too. So I think Magnus said yes, this is fashionable. I will put this on, or he wouldn't have put it on. I think if it would if it would have downgraded his co- um his outfit. He would have left it off. <laughs> Very See, true. I, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine myself pulling that off. As Channeling, well. Gaga. <laughs> Channeling Gaga. There we go. Yeah, actually, I never drew the comparison between uh, Magnus and Lady Gaga, but now I'm not going to be able to get it out of my head, honestly. I mean, there's so many influences him with with Magnus' wardrobe, like David Bowie and like oh. Prince. <gasps> And I you know, see so Gaga, much Bowie there's a lot of Bowie, I, and, yeah. And even with the people who, uh, like K pop stars, have, have drawn a lot from Bowie and and and, uh, and Prince, and even uh, Perry Farrell, you know, yeah. and those rock stars that that brought onto it. So I think Magnus has also been alive for so long that fashion he's taken a little bit from each century. It's amazing. Let me ask you about your relationship with Izzy. I love it. I want you guys to become like best friends forever. Yeah, Magnus and Izzy, they they just get each other. They they didn't you never really see them uh, interact as much as, you know, the other characters do, but I think it's this they just get each other. Like they I I, I love he loves her fashion and I think she gets uh Matt, I mean uh, Alec and and Magnus and once that to happen um, and she sees the attraction right away but I, I think for them they just share this thing where they could go and go to a concert go to a movie or just sit around and uh, watch a watch a TV show and and their um, conversations would be hilarious mm-hmm. yeah, they have great chemistry and I think that he also you know sees her as someone he can actually talk to about this Alec thing and, you know, everything that's going on because she's one of the only people that openly knows more about Alec than everybody else. It doesn't else. say anything and, about yeah. it, and that's, that's, that's the big part mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. you know? It's usually when you tell someone you're scared if they're going to, whoever they're going to tell, but the fact that she just keeps it to herself and only talks to the parties that are involved mm-hmm. is, is, to me, is a tremendous thing. Yeah, And she doesn't kind of, you know, Clary accosted Alec a little bit with her when she kind of figured it out and was like, come on, figure it out, guy. But, you know, Izzy Clary's is so smart. supportive and, you know, I, I just like that she's so supportive of this relationship. Yeah. I like the uh, Izzy and Alex bond. Yeah, and she Very. wants the best for her brother. Yeah, which is... Yeah, well, when they're hmm. cutting open the body, which Izzy's a pro, it's like, what the hell? Like, where did that come from? She's just, like, loving chopping into many this skills. body. Honestly. Yeah. And she's, like, waiting to get in yeah. there. She's like, I just want to get she's in there. She's so enthusiastic. Yeah, she's like, what did she say? I can't wait to get my hands on this. And then uh, Magnus Of says, course, Magnus, um, twisting the words. Yeah, like, speaking, speaking of. Speaking of. <laughs> how's Alec? Yeah, and they start talking about him, and Izzy kind of lets some stuff go and lets it slip that his your her their parents are trying to marry him. Mm-hmm. And your face kind of drops. Well, it's interesting because because Magnus, you got to think they they just met, you know, and but obviously there's the sense of attraction and and wanting to get to know someone a little more, it's, it's specifically Alec. But I think what he's fighting is there's this there's this person that exists that I feel like I have a connection with after all these years of of having you know. Failed, I wouldn't say failed relationships because at the end of the day, he's seen people die that mm-hmm. he's loved, you know? And I think that's what's difficult for him. But to find out that there's a possibility that he might do something against uh, what his heart is telling him to do, even though um, 
Wait, that conversation didn't happen until after, right? With Alec? With Alec. That's yeah, after. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah. It's right after, and that's what I have next to talk about is, so you know... Transitioning so. into that. <laughs> speaking of. First speaking of. Yeah, he's telling him to follow his, his heart at the end of the day, and I think he takes it in a way where we think as an audience, like, oh yeah, he's going to listen to that, when his heart at the end of the day wants to help his family. You know, even though what he's saying to him is like, follow your heart with, you know, whatever you're feeling and what your true self is. But at the end of the day, he's built and and taught to take care of family. And that's where his heart lies. So I think with him, there's different parts of your heart that and your heart that you can kind of listen to because it's all um, uh, something that, that, that they you have to uh, really follow when you're trying to, um, what am I trying to say? When you're trying to when you're trying when you're trying to speak from the heart, it's really difficult because for him he's a, he's at the end of the day he's a soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I've, very inspired right now. <laughs> I was misled too though. You know, I was sitting there watching the two of you on screen thinking, Okay, awesome. It's happening. There's a, there's it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, it's happening. And I think that they obviously Which is what, it's great. It, That's good T V. When yeah. you know, we feel so strongly this is happening, we love it, and then it flips on us and we had no idea. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> but I think that you're right. I think that he does feel obviously very obligated and loyal to his family and his role as a shadow hunter. So for him, he knows it's looked down upon to, you know, intermingle with the downworlders, especially in a very personal way. So he's kind of taken this other route here, which was very unexpected for all of us, I think. Made a lot of people really mad. Yeah, it made people really mad. Oh, yeah, I'm sure people got really mad. I mean, someone on the chat earlier, a while back, uh, commented that uh, Lydia's his beard, (laughs) so... Well, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what it's. That was funny. Whoever commented that, I like. Go go Google that if you don't know what that. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) we are a relatively young audience. (laughs) Maybe don't. Don't Google it. You know what? Basically, guys, a beard is. I'm teaching the youngins here. I'm like I'm telling like them. It's a thing I can't grow. Yeah. I have a hard it's, time growing. It's not that bad. It's just when someone is, you know, a homosexual and they are in a relationship with someone who is a heterosexual and it's to cover up. Yeah. It's, it's a, a beard's a cover up, right? It's a cover up of your face. So it's a cover up of who they really are. Don't be very, a beard. Don't well have put. a beard. Yeah. Oh, thank Live you. Live your life. I should teach sex ed. This is gonna be a section. You're gonna after buzz sex ed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The show gets so inappropriate every single episode because this ep- we watch Shadowhunters and we're like, ooh, that's a that's a nice sword, and they're like doing all these like <laughs> sword yeah. motions. There was, there was one episode where it was just like all steamy, and we were such a phallic sword moment. Oh, oh yeah, the whole lot of phallic sword. sword yeah. Gets, yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever, and I I feel phallic I know I phallic Alex. That's gonna or phallic Alec is gonna be my show. phallic Alec. No, I can't Just help like it. Every week, every week, listening to Aaron and all the, the funny references that she catches, and she just gets so hot and bothered over it. It's I can't <laughs> control myself. I don't. know no, I can't. When you watch the episode, is there like mm-hmm. every yeah. time? And I sit there and I'm laughing to myself, like alone in a room, because I think it's amazing. I like when. Shows that are, you know, this used to be ABC Family. I know it's freeform now, so we're kind of stepping up. But they sneak it. stuff in love on it. purpose. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's great. It's, it's part cheeky of, it's and part fun. Of you, like, we're, we're sexual beings yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, we, you can only cover up so much of, of. And also, it depends on where your mind's going, too, because yeah. they probably mean a completely different thing. Probably. Like, mm, there's a sword in it. But it's great for me because <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, Aaron and I are both the oldest on the panel and by far the most, <laughs> like, perverted. <laughs> I have to rein them in sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. it's very true. Well, you know, what happens that we all know that we're leading to talk about is Alec decides to propose to Lydia, so what? yeah, dun, dun, dun. their families can merge, and you know they will have the power. It is a weird choice, especially since he's so angry with his family at the moment, with his parents. Well, I think it's making a bold decision. You know, he he needs to make a bold decision because he's been a leader that's wants to just take the uh, the right route, you know, or, or or the safe route, I guess. And for him, I think it's taking a bold, making a bold decision. Usually, the bold decision that everyone wants him to make is to, you know, be who he is. You know, be comfortable and tell everyone, you know, what his real feelings are. But at the end of the day, he made this bold decision that that would ultimately, I guess, help the name 
of the Lightwoods, that, which meant so much over many centuries. How's yes. Magnus going to feel about this Lydia character? Because she's actually a fan Jones. of his. Yeah, yeah. That you know, I can't wait for them to see that they'll, they'll they'll meet each other. And uh, for Magnus, I think is, is this worth it? I think is it's Jones. can he take a you know can he take a, a heartbreak even before the heart even is learns to love again? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's this weird weird thing. So I think we're gonna see in the future episodes how he deals with it uh, when oh. he finally finds out. Oh. Said, I think she was totally blindsided by it too. I mean, she did yeah. not. Oh no! Oh, no yeah. one expected she this to happen. I, w- I was kind of thinking like something's gonna happen between them, but wasn't expecting it. The fans are not happy. The fans, the fans are not happy. Love no. them some Alec. Drama. Um, yeah, do speaking Malik. of the fans, should we do some fan questions because we have like yes. a thousand pages of them, or do yeah. you have more? We have. Let's finish. I just want to finish talking about Simon, mm. and then we'll yes. go into fan questions. So, with Simon, you know, we have of course Harry here. So we've skimmed over some of the Simon stuff, but it was intense. It was great. He, Clary makes the choice that she, and she has, it's her that has to make the choice whether she wants him to die or be turned into a vampire or forever be trapped underground in hell. Uh, so, obviously, you know. It's a win Terrible choice questions. I know. I feel like we all knew what, what she was going to choose. We definitely all knew what she was going to choose. But at the same time, throughout the episode, I'm like, please make that. It please felt like there was a solid yeah, chance there, of her. she might just yeah. let him go. No, yeah. I, it felt like. That, yeah, it did feel like that. Which I understand. I mean, that maybe happen. would have been a very humane thing mm-hmm. to do, but it's, I mean, I cannot imagine being in a position like that. Like, do I bury my best friend and hope he survives this, or do I kill him myself? Yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, the decision I would make, it's like, br- bring him back, mm-hmm. but you never know the consequences of, of those actions. And, like, what he might right. do, he might cause harm to so many other people and, and that's because again of you your decision that you made so it's really hard and does and he how want he's to feel, be a vampire yeah. like does he want would he want to be brought back that's not yeah. something you typically discuss with your friends you know if you become a vampire <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do you want to be a vampire do you want to do you want to be a vampire do you want to be vampires? I would. Okay. I mean we, we see we, <laughs> we make because we glamorize yeah we glamorize in a way but I think what, what uh, the writers did uh, such a great job of grounding it and be mm-hmm. like this is a huge decision like, turning into a vampire is not just you get to have superpowers and, and be sexy bite and people and be sexy, and be sexy. but you know there's just a lot, lot of things that transition from a human into that it's it's hard i i almost put it as you know if someone if you had to amputate someone's legs like that's going to change someone's life you know and yeah. you're going to have to live a lot differently and so it, it's 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 these decisions that have more consequences than you know us thinking. Oh yeah, I want superpowers. So right. yeah, do it. <laughs> and I love that they did that on the show because we, you know, we watch a lot of vampire shows. We talked about this before, and they in most of the shows, it, it is this very sexy, glamorous. It's it's wonderful. Everyone wants to be this, and they live this great life. But I like that here we show that there it's yeah. There's consequences to this action that he's going to have a rough life. It's going to totally change everything for him. And this isn't something that he signed up for Mm-mm. at all. No. None of it. He didn't want to be a part Clary, of any of this. Clary didn't know how she how yeah. he was going to feel, how he was going to come a, back. He wants to do shows with his band. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the midnight. <laughs> you do the we'll midnight. Do the midnight. Oh my goodness. Midnight shows. I just, I loved the, when he emerged, Simon emerged from the grave. It wasn't sexy. Like, Raphael had blood bags ready for him, mm. and he's just like, <laughs> pouring all these blood bags. Yeah, it wasn't like a Capri Sun. <laughs> it's like, like, yum. No. <laughs> I know. And it was, and it terrified Clary, and he terrified even... Terrified me. Yeah, he even, like, <laughs> tried to kind of, like, <laughs> at Clary. <laughs> what, what did he try to do? <laughs> you would make a get... fantastic vampire. One more time. Okay. Someone um, make a joke. Or how are you? Yeah. A meme? Yeah, someone make a meme of me, please, being a vampire. Please. I would, I would watch it every day. But Jace pulls her back, and, you know, it, it is very sad. We also had a Camille moment where Camille wants her property, which is Simon. Oh, uh, yeah. The vampires are there backing her up, but then when they find out that she's broken the accord, which I'm like, are, don't they normally feed on humans anyways? No. Oh, no, no, no. That's mm-hmm. not allowed in the accords. So what animals. are they? Oh, so it's just animals. You okay. No eating people. No well, eating people. And that, that's why it was like in the, in the beginning of, of uh, I think the first episode where it, when they were uh, trading blood, like getting human blood, 
that was an illegal thing, and yeah. that's why he had, they had to stop them. Yeah, I'm sure, I mean, obviously they alluded to there being some kind of underground black market with mm-hmm. human blood here, but it's not technically allowed, and she kind of went straight out and did it. That's a big, you know, public display of the wrong thing. Exactly. Right. So she, the vampires look like they turn on her. Simon gets up, runs away, says he thinks he's just disgusting and doesn't want Clary around. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Also, before that happens, we have uh, people who reminded I mean, the Falcon story happened. Oh, yes. I didn't understand the Falcon story either. I was like, what are you talking about, Jace? Well, oh, I, I know what he's yeah. talking about Jace, because I read the books. Right? And, but he's talking about his, 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 his yeah. dad. Yeah. He's talking about himself. He's basically talking about how love gets you in trouble and love, you know, love clouds your judgment and... He, you know, the, yeah. in the books, the story's a little you're more in-depth. Yeah, but. you're supposed to tame, like, he, he told him to tame and, and listen to him and, like, be a leader so your soldiers will listen to you. And the fact that you loved it so much and you love them so much is going to taint your, your judgment. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's how he feels about Clary, too. So it kind of was a two-sided story. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel this way and you'll feel this yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I also liked that we saw, like, the parallel parallels. Mm-hmm. Um with Jocelyn and Luke. Me too. Before Claire made the decision to bury uh, Simon. I agree. I loved those parallels. I loved it. Me too. Because I always still think that... Yeah. She's like her mom. Yeah. Jocelyn and Luke, to me, they're endgame for each other. Yeah. And if that parallels to Simon and Clary, then I'm like, maybe Simon and Clary are endgame one day. And... I don't know. Oh. I mean, fans are going to hate that, but uh, that is... I like that, though. Yeah, I do, too. I really love those flashbacks. I thought they were really helpful for the watchers to understand what happened. Yeah, because it's a very complicated world mm-hmm. today, you know, and I think the flashbacks definitely help to explain a little bit of, of why these relationships are so important. Yeah. That's what someone... Because I've been looking at this question, because I love their Twitter handle. Their um, Twitter handle is at Patronus Malik. It's like... <laughs> The combination of everything that I love. And you all love. have the best Twitter Patronus handles. <laughs> if I if I had if I love that if someone is like if I had a Patronus it would be Malik it would be some combination <laughs> oh of of <laughs> Magnus and Alec. But they asked if we were going to see any flashbacks and delve deeper into Magnus's past anytime soon. Ooh, we had. Mm, let me think in my brain. What have we <laughs> shot? What can I say? We will see hints of a. We'll see hints of Magnus. I mean, there's so much to explore. Like, I, I, it's almost a disservice if you don't. Yeah. You know, and I think to, to understand Magnus, because, you know, Magnus, he has a facade. Like, he has this exterior where everyone thinks, well, why is he this way? And some people are like, well, he's so big and grand and flamboyant and glamorous. When, you know, sometimes people forget that that's a shell. You know, at the end of the day, that's a shell, and that's what's got him to the place where he's at now and how he's actually survived all these years because it's hard. People look at immortality as, again, just the same thing as what we're talking about with vampires. It's this glamorous thing like, yeah, I want to live forever, but imagine seeing everyone Uh, die and and the the pain and tragedy. Yeah, I know. The human can only, uh, uh, although he's human and demon, but a person can only take so much of that before Mm -hmm. they just want to, like, stop it. You know, so the fact that he's continuing uh, this journey through life is um, he needs to he needs to have this shell that that that, that he can protect himself. It's got to be tiring. Yeah, he's going to be a bit jaded. Speaking of fan questions, let's see: Is there a specific power you're looking for to display uh, that you have yet to Ooh. show? And you look awesome, by the way. So is uh, <laughs> Teresa Silling. Thank you, Teresa. <laughs> uh, you know, I we've seen him conjure up. Uh, you know, books and, and items for, for Clary. And and I would like to see more of him uh, using his skills to fight off demons. I, I feel yeah. that him and uh, him and Alec would, would make a great team with the Boner, as you saw in episode, I think, four, mm-hmm. or where they got to uh, fight a circle member. And I just, I, I would love to see um, Magnus utilize it, whether it be like using the mag uh, the magic to... To skip mm. to portal, but also to slide him throughout the room. Like really, I feel he has the capabilities of that. And you know, he's right now we see him use it in a very small way outside of using the portals. Or what I loved is when he lifted the whole um, his whole apartment uh-huh. and uh, yes. brought it over to a different uh, location. Which definitely makes it seem. I mean, he's the high warlock. He definitely he seems like he has the capability of 
fighting with magic. And for those of my friends that also read the books, we know that that may come to fruition at some point in time. But mm-hmm. he's a he's a pretty powerful big guy. Plans, big plans for Magnus. <laughs> yes, I have a question from Flory Nutsaradu. That's a nice username. Oh, <laughs> Nutsaradu. Hi. Yeah, she wants to know uh, what did you think about Matthew and what happened the first time that you two met. Um, Matt is a very interesting guy. He's he's really intelligent. He's really funny. He's charismatic, and the thing is, he's very knowledgeable. This guy, I felt like I didn't I needed to I didn't need Google anymore because you <laughs> can just ask him any question and he'll he be able to Google. give you. He is Google. Oh, those are my favorite kinds of people. You're he like, literally hey, is Google. This? And he'll come That's up with the w- most weird facts, but uh, you probably won't like me telling him. <laughs> but uh, he loves cows. If oh, you ever see him. Really? Interesting. Sorry, sorry, Matt. I got to tell him. <laughs> he loves cows. Like, he kept telling us to go when we went to New York. He's like, go to New York Zoo and please say hi to the cows. And he, knew, <laughs> he knew the name. He knew the name yes. of the cow. I think he gave it a name, but. Oh, my God. Um, gave them a name, but he's like, please go visit and say hi it's to It's really interesting me. that there are cows in the New York Zoo. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. I, I was thinking, wait, there's Beautiful cows. Beautiful animals. See, guys, cows. That's like Dom. Dom came when Dominic Sherwood yeah. came. He All he did when we had to wait before the show started, we had like a good 30 minutes. He came a little early. He was showing us animal videos of like a fox locking a window like, um, there's a panda being bathed and he was just like yes. isn't it so funny the guy with his bear and I'm like oh my god I love animal videos what, so Matt's much. gonna get a bunch of cows shipped to cows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would you. love it you would love it everyone adopt a cow please adopt a cow and send it to Matt has he seen there's these little mini cows they're like really tiny and they're really furry and they have little horns we have. So they don't get any bigger. One. They just no, stay tiny, that size. Yeah. Like kind of like the pigs that you can own. What? Yeah, but not not that small. Like, but you could carry it if you had strong. You can arms. carry a cat, like a little cat. They're very is... small and they're very well, furry and they have arms, big so. fat noses. <laughs> wow. Maybe. I feel like this is what you have to get I for his birthday. I think now. that yeah, that might be that gift. <laughs> a lot of people too are asking. They're like, "Where are the cats? Where are the cats?" Oh, you'll see them. Ooh! Yay! Another spoiler. Yes. You will see the cats. I have an interesting question from uh, T Wolf's Harmony. What would happen if Magnus was thrown into a, an ancient world of samurais? <laughs> um, that's a very open question. Yeah, that's a what would happen. I well, maybe tune into uh, the new movie on Netflix. Yeah, maybe. Go, uh, <laughs> Magic Tiger, uh, Hidden Dragon. He, I think that, that's where it comes. Sort of yeah, destiny. Sort of, yeah, sort of destiny. There you go. Um, there's a, there's a little bit of Magnus uh, snarkiness in that in that in that film. Oh, good. And that just came out on February twenty uh, fourth. I want to say maybe twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, 26. Yeah, no, I keep it just came out last week. Yeah, cool. Keep so, yeah, you can stream it on Netflix if you want. Stream it I on saw Netflix, the billboard the other day. I know we all had so many questions. Any, but are there any others that you want to touch upon before we do some quick predictions? Oh, I have a good question. I just wish I screenshotted this, and now I can't see their screen names, so they need to come to the chat so I can find it out. But their question, <laughs> this lovely person, their question was, what was the hardest thing about bringing Magnus to life on screen? Uh, for me, the heart out. Oh. You know, we talk about we talk about the makeup, we talk about the the costume, and that I wouldn't say it was difficult. That was fun for me, but the difficulty was the layers. You know, how do you how do you layer this character that has so much history, and and put it into a scene? You know, where you you don't want to give exposition and you don't want to show it all, but still have this hidden layer. To me, that was really the hardest, and and, and making sure that the research uh, was done. That was put in that uh, that we can do it in subtle ways uh, with this character. So for me, that was really hard. And um, the glitter is is always uh, a difficult thing because you <laughs> go your, you go yeah, home like and you sleep and no, it's it's just on my pillow and like it's on my clothes when I when I walk when I go home and your wife wakes up and she just covered she's in covered in glitter every time I kiss her she's like her whole lips are just glitterified. I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I'm coughing it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perspire oh. glitter. Uh. That was Patronus Malik on Twitter. Oh, that was also, also Patronus yes. Malik. I love Patronus Malik. Patronus Malik. Also, killing it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Also, there's people like every week who ask this uh, from Queen Josh Joshifer. Who is your real life parabatai? Who is my real life? Like just in in, in, in general. In real life. In life. Yeah. Oh, in life. Uh, 
Yeah, I would, she would be my pair of a time. My Aww. wife would be. She's my Ow. best friend. <laughs> Becca's face just like, that makes Aww. me happy. Becca loves love. We need to. I guess I we need to create love. the. We need to create the the uh, our version of, of the hand. Uh, yes. Hand yes. I. <laughs> Do you have any last questions, Dakota? Yeah, really quick. We have two contest winners from last week. I want to make sure to get them in. One, um, Mike, Cal, Ash, Lucas wants to know who your favorite member of the cast is. Oh, well, that's a hard one. You can't like, just say yourself. Pick your favorite child. Please. <laughs> Come on, tell us. I like Jeremy better. Uh, um... I mean that's a hard one. I, I love them all dearly. They all they all have such unique, different personalities. I mean, one loves cows, and the other <laughs> one loves watching pandas. And uh, you know, um, and you know, I, I think that the dudes. I, I love the girls, but you know, we we I bond with the dudes a lot. You know, like Isaiah uh, and and Matt and Dom and Alberto, and you know, even sh- we all have different. Uh, uh, Ways of hanging out, and I love like shooting those videos with Emrod and and Cla- uh, Clary. <laughs> and Clary. <laughs> Clary is my favorite member. Yeah, you guys seem like you have a lot of chemistry off screen. Yeah, in different yeah. ways, and Which I I, I love hanging out with, with these guys, and that honestly is is a huge plus because sometimes you can go into a show and it's a disaster because you're like I don't like anybody <laughs> let me just get through this show so it's fun that we love hanging out after uh, we finish filming as well and you can see it on screen that you all like each other yeah, yeah absolutely sure. chemistry did you have one more? yeah the last one Ordinary Angel 12 <laughs> wants to know what is your favorite part about being yourself like as an actor as a person like what's something about you that you really like? Well, you're not well, ordinary angel. You are not ordinary. You're extraordinary, <laughs> by the way. And and what's what is it? What I like about myself? Yeah, like what's one thing about yourself that you'd want people to know that you like like about yourself that maybe others don't know? This is a weird question. Well, I feel like, like a, how do I brag about Can myself? We do like a fun you know, fact? Yeah, fun fact. Something yeah, like someone doesn't fact. know about you. Uh, what they don't know. The general fan public. My right foot's bigger than my left. That is not a great talent, or I don't even know why I said Fun that. Fact. Now the world knows. Does that hinder you in dancing? Do you have to like always pivot on the right foot because it's you know so what I've noticed is my balance is better on my right than on my left. It's the weirdest thing because I feel it's more surface area. Yeah, I guess right. I mean, it's not like one's 12, 12, uh, 12 inches, and the other one's like. I like. Nine. I, I, you want me to look at your feet on the table? Now everyone's gonna look at my feet anytime I want to say hi. It yeah. is bigger. Let's have, a, let's have a camera pan over to his feet right now. <laughs> Speaking of the dancing that was just brought up, I want to say Aaron's a really good dancer. We yeah. all know Aaron. We all know Aaron. Um, yeah. we, we were thinking about doing it. People wanted us all to do a dance off with you. No, no, I know. And so, oh, like, we knew we wouldn't have time once you got here, so I filmed mine before you yeah. got oh, here. Oh, did you? Yeah, because yeah, I'm, like, I'm pretty amazing. I yeah, like, a lot great. of jazz hands. Hell yeah. And, like, Hell yeah. She was head cheerleader in high school. <laughs> they, but they still put me in the back. I was only head cheerleader because I was the only senior on the <laughs> um, but still, they apparently they do this thing when you're head cheerleader. They like let you be the flyer, and they dropped me on the ground. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Threw oh, me there. So um, I'm trying to any injuries? Myself. Sustain any injuries? No, I like they didn't get me very high. <laughs> <laughs> they just barely lifted you yeah. and dropped you. So it was a really it was an award winning cheer squad. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to redeem myself by having an epic dance off with you, but it's gonna be via Twitter now because okay. yeah, okay. I did already that. film mine. It's All right, awesome. uh, I'll yeah. send one out. On that note, let's get into. <laughs> some quick predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> wow. Alright, start the off, Becca. <laughs> um, I'm gonna copy what you said earlier because I like the parallels that went on throughout the episode. And with Luke and Simon. And I know Clary. people are gonna hang, but I think maybe there's still a chance for Clary and Simon in to the be long together. run. Ooh. Also, I'm gonna predict a Malachus. Sometime, because duh, yeah, gotta happen. All right, Dakota, let's throw it to you. All right, I definitely think that there's going to be a lot of tension between Simon and Clary. I think that uh, maybe Simon's going to like resent her and maybe wish that he would not have been brought back. Okay, that's mm, a good I think one. so too. What about you? I'm Aaron? terrible at predictions. I don't even know why I try this. I think reading the book totally messed me up, and now I don't know how to predict <laughs> anything. Um, I think we're going to see more of Valentine. We're going to find out more about these Forsaken and this weird twist because they're apparently way harder to kill than a normal Forsaken. Yes. Um, I do also think that we're going to see something happen, obviously, with Alec and this marriage proposal. He's going to go, I think, strongly one way or the other. He's either going to follow his true colors and become Malik. 
or he's going to you know go through with this this kind of rash decision and get married follow your true colors (laughs) you're probably really bad at predictions too because you know too much i mean i i think uh, a spaceship is going to come down and um (laughs) take all the shadow hunters and And then they find out that magnus owns uh, a planet of his own and uh then he's going to colonize it all yeah he just seems really that that sounds yeah that's the season guys after buzz tv (laughs) (laughs) he's got it Shadow Hunters in space. You heard it here. I want to be that guy. Shadow Hunters. Buzz. See, After can, Buzz. You can be that guy. This is your next game. That's You're my like, next yes. game. Shadow Hunters are Every week I'm coming in just to do that. Well, yeah. with me, I'm thinking a Malik kiss for sure. We have to have one by the finale, but I think it might happen sooner than that. And I think that Lydia is going to catch on about what is happening. I think she already has. I think she knows, yeah. Yeah, and she is just going to be like, okay, I guess. Do you think she's okay with it? That's a question. Well, I don't, okay. she even said in the episode, she, if you have, you can't fall in love with this job. You have to fall in love with the job. You can't really have a life because it will destroy your life and break your heart. So I think that this kind of relationship with Alec for her, and even knowing that he has a thing for Magnus, it might be just her cup of tea. Might be, transaction. Yeah. yeah, might be just what she needs. So those are my predictions. Thank you. Wait, one more thing, Becca. Before we end this, I want to ask, uh, do you have any advice you would give Magnus? And that's from Haynes X Horn. Ooh, I think for Magnus, is he should listen to his advice that he gave to Alec to follow his heart when the time comes that he uh, finds out what, what exactly happened. Ooh, yeah. That's that's a great question, guys. All right, Dakota, we have to say goodbye to you. We love yes. you. We will see you next week. Yes. Bye. See you later, Dakota. Yes. Bye. And Bye. we will see all of you guys next week. Let's recap one more time. Where can we find everybody online? You can find me at Becca B Talks TV on Twitter and Instagram. You cannot find me on Skype, but you can find me on my blog at alwayseatyourcake.com, on Instagram at alwayseatyourcake, and Snapchat and Twitter at loveerinlane. What about you? Uh, you guys can find me online, samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram, samd43, Snapchat, samdavidson25, and you, Harry, Whoa. one last time. You can follow me at Harry Shum Jr. and at Harry Shum Jr. on both Instagram and Twitter, and also on Facebook. Yay! Thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for all the live chatters for tuning in. Bye! Bye! Bye, guys! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 